Hello, family. Welcome to our podcast, Your Seat, His Table. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate your love and your support. We praise our God. Your comments on YouTube and Spotify are so encouraging. We are grateful for the grace that come into your hearts once again. Thank you for taking your seat at the Lord's table. I am your host, Dr. Apostle Madonna P. Johnson. Last week, we discussed restoration when one matters. We are unpacking Luke 15 and the key lessons the Lord is teaching in each parable. Last week was the parable of the lost sheep. Jesus does not want us to remember how far away we have walked from him. But the distance is never too far for his love to bring us back where we belong. We had a spirited fellowship with Pastor Oliver Dowling, my elderest son, Minister Ed Pope, and my elder daughter, Elder Vestinia Bridges. Our guests are Minister Ed Polk, my eldest son, and Elder Vestinia Bridges, my elder daughter. Today, let's focus on the parable of the lost lost coin of the three parables it is the shortest only three verses but don't let the size fool you don't do it <laughs> it is also in the middle and perhaps the most particular to any believer so our topic is restoration this one is personal. We're going to ask Minister Ed if he would read Luke 15 verses 8 through 10. I'm reading NIV and it says, and it's the parable of the lost coin. Or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Does she, doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. In the same way I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. Let's go through that process, and then I'll get you give some insight on that. Let's just go through that process. There is a set of 10 coins. Silver, I should put that where it belongs. Silver coins. Yes. Losing one changes everything and nullifies the value of what's left. She admits, second thing, she admits she lost the coin. Third, she turns on the light to find one missing coin. 
Okay, four, she sweeps the house, not just a room. <laughs> and five, she searches carefully until she finds it. Finding it is the only option she gives herself. <laughs> insight on that, and insight. What? Yeah, I mean, just, you picture this right now. Just kind of just picture that she's looking underneath the sofa, got that broom. <laughs> Let me shake these these uh, seat cushions. It's got to be there somewhere. Right. And so I think all of these, you know, if you look at all of these parables together, I mean, if be it the lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost son, what are they all telling us? Is that everyone matters, and you have Amen. to have it. You got to have them together. And so Amen. you know. I, I think I was a little early on the Bible study. I think you all heard me talking about it there. Think about, you know, when you got that, uh, if you're in the jungles of Africa and, and, you know, you got that lions, what do they do? They don't go jump on the pack. They look for that one that's off by itself. That one. One they go after. And that's the same way that Satan does with us there. You know, if you're in that strong group of, of iron, sharpening iron, oh, yeah. that's a little tougher. But when you're over there by yourself, you're lost, and you got no one to turn to, oh, you're, you're easy picking at that point. That's when the lions put that little, they put that napkin around, get the fork <laughs> by, by itself. And so that's what they look at it is you you can't. So when you have that one left out there by themselves, somebody got to go get them. And that's, that's right. Going here. She's that's going right. to go get that coin. I cannot leave it there. I got to go get it. That's right. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. Ella Bridges. It this reminds me so much of what Paul went through. In that there, there's this time, and this parable particularly is when I know that there's something that I have done that has separated me from God. I know this. I know, I know this is something that there's a mistake that I've made. And I realize I'm the only one with God's help who can take care of this. Nobody else can come sweep my house. Nobody gets to turn no. my lights on. This is all me. Right. And, and, and getting past that first part, I think, is one of the biggest parts that we struggle with. It's just admitting I lost it. She did. I lost it. Lost it. This one's on me. I lost this. This one's personal. Mm-hmm. And there's something I've got to do. None, none of us can do anything to, to, to get in God's graces. It's just his mercy. That's it. That's but I right. still got to put in the work. Mm-hmm. And you put know, in the work. Say, God, look, I messed up. I'm sorry. This one's all me. I'm doing, I'm going, I'm going to do the best I can. God, forgive me. I messed up. What do I need to do to get back? And I'm going to push it and do whatever mm-hmm. it takes to get back in that place. Right. You know, when you said work, I thought about something that my mom had said, and she'd <laughs> say it often. My soul be on thy guard. Mm. Because working out our own salvation is the job we have that never ends. <laughs> and it never loses its value. Every day we're working it out. Yes. 
may have lost something today. Right. And we'll <laughs> and we're working it out. Let me mm-hmm. share with you two scenarios and tell me what you think about this. Is it hard to lose your temper? <laughs> Depending on what it is, it's faster than others. <laughs> Losing our temper can be quick, but it can be costly too. Yes. Now, once we go through that, how do we regain the respect? How do we do it? I lost my temper, said something, did something. Now, how do we regain the respect? Think about what that woman did. Everything begins with repentance. Once you have have left, gone astray, Mm -hmm. I've got to own up to it. Mm. I've got to accept it. And then I've got able to sit here and say, okay, now with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, how do I fix it? Not not me, let me figure out how to fix it myself. No. You're going to probably do it wrong if you try to fix it yourself. That's right. Spirit right. right. guide and tell me, what do I do right now to make this mm-hmm. right? I want to fix it. That's where you have to, that's the path you have to go. And once you pray and, you know, hear from God on what you need to do, then that's, that's, your, that's your path. And, you know, how do you, and part of that is, is also being able to stay in your word that, so that, you know, that could, mm-hmm. it's like the word is that, 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 that something inside you that the Holy Spirit gets to tap into. You know, if, you, if the gas tank is empty, you know, I don't care how much I try to start it, get that, it ain't going. Oh, <laughs> it's got something there that the Holy Spirit can work with. That's when he teaches, he, he guides you and says, hey, this is what you need to be doing now. Ex- so Excellent. Excellent. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. What about mm, lying and just let it stay there and just let the lie linger and it'll tear your soul apart. You don't know what do look like. Mm-hmm. Now, how long <laughs> should we take to tell the truth? Now, and I'm sure others know you've lied. Somebody does. How long should it take you? I know some people have taken them years. I'm trying to remember a passage I was just reading about a half hour ago. Where oh. I was talking. Oh God, I'm trying to remember what I, what I was just reading there. But it was talking. It was saying that you know you can't hide from God. You know God. Yeah, God knows done there. You can, you know, go to this little quiet place and think, you know, you know, you've done something wrong. You can go try to hide and go go into your, your house and go into your room and go try to think no one sees you, but God sees you there. And God, no mm-hmm. matter what you've done, God. So it doesn't matter whether man knows what you've done. You're right. Because God knows what you've done. That is the most You're important right. thing. And now that God knows what you've done, you can't hide it, you know, because who are you going to hide it from? I mean, how you gonna, how you going to hide it from God? You can't. So you mm-hmm. got to, you just have to, as soon that's as you true. can, because the long as you don't deal with it, that's how long it's going to be eaten into your soul. That is true. 100%. Yes, Lord. Yes. Now, 
Do you remember David and Bathsheba? I don't want to spend too much time there. What did David do once Prophet Nathan confronted him with the truth? You know, we <laughs> have choices. When David was confronted with the truth, he had a choice. Yes. Either to deny it, right? Yes. Or lose everything. That's right. If he denied, you're going to lose everything. Or admit it and be re restored. Yeah. Yeah. What did David do? Oh, okay. that's, Psalm, that's Psalms 51 right there. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. Psalms 1. Where he said, create in me. Amen. <laughs> Great. <laughs> mm -hmm. Go ahead, sis. Go ahead. It, the thing about David is that David had already been anointed. He already knew he was called to this position, but he knew he went too far. That's true. And he tried to let that lie go. Trying to let a lie go is like trying to ignore your teeth. It's not going to work out. <laughs> it's not going to keep going. Something's, going, something's not going to survive. No, they won't. And he realized... Once Nathan, now sadly, Nathan had to come to him. Yes. But I've discovered when you are important to God, he's going to send somebody to you. Yes. To yes. make sure we get back on track. Mm -hmm. So he never admitted it on his own until the prophet Nathan came to him and said, you are that man. He gave him a parable and he says, that guy is you. Mm -hmm. And that finally broke him down. But mm -hmm. at least he was able to admit it. God, I messed up. I'm wrong. Right. But he did not stay there. <laughs> he did not he stay didn't. there. No, he did. No. So he took, you know, I'm thinking about the uh, the woman that lost her yes. valuable coin. Yes, he turned the light on himself. Yes. With the courage yes. to be honest and to face God's word and to change. Yes. And David... Got up from off that ground, washed his, the ground. <laughs> yes, washed his himself, anointed himself, and changed his clothes. Yes, yes. That's like turning the light on, sweeping yes. the whole house, and then doing what needs to be done to be restored. Now, our souls. I believe, are that complete set of 10 silver coins. Yes. Why 10? You know what 10 means? Sure we do. Completion. Yes. Perfection. Mm-hmm. Unity. Unity. What about silver? Silver symbolizes value. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a refining. Silver mm -hmm. is refined a lot. It's a symbol of being refined in God, being yes. refined by his word. You know, I see this uh, parable is a lot about the mistakes we make. Yeah. It, it's when we make those, a character check comes along. <laughs> and yes. we have to do something about it. Because choices we make will either break us yes. or build us. Hmm. And yes, Lord. One or the other. And you want them to build you. That's yes. You <laughs> yes, you do. 
Yes, you do. And David, they just, you know, if you think about all that, you know, all that he had done during his life if, if, and the things that he had done wrong. And I, yes. I, another passage I was looking at earlier today was First Kings 2, where David gave his charge to his son Solomon when he's on his deathbed. You know, he's, he right. says, I'm about to die. And what's he telling? He said, I'm about to go the way of all the earth. So be strong and act like a man and observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk Amen. in obedience to him, and keep his decrees and commands, his laws and regulations as written in the law of Moses. Do this so that you may prosper in all you do, and wherever you go, and that the Lord may keep his promise to me. And if oh your descendants watch how they live, and if they mm. walk faithfully before me with all their heart and soul, you will never fail to have a successor on the throne of Israel, which ultimately ended up being our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So just think about that. He's on his deathbed. What does he have to say? Not go get some more horses and go get some more right. money. Right. Says, right. Honor God. And that's how you will be successful. That is so true. Amen. What is amazing, Solomon, <laughs> he did a lot of things, but he didn't listen. Oh, <laughs> And then his son listened, and it just kept going and kept going and kept going. But the powerful thing, like you had said, Ed, when God promises you, yes, it doesn't matter yes. who follows you. When He promises you, it's gonna happen. That's right. That's right. It's funny when you read That's First right. and Kings, every everyone you go through, and and He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. <laughs> what is it doing? It's the rarity that you see that this person right. followed God. It's, it's like two of them, but for the most of them, they did what was evil in the sight of God, <laughs> one after the other, one after the other. All right, Ed. So what you're saying is, it is easy to ignore these steps, mm. these right. five steps. This parable, it's easy. Most people are going to ignore it. They do. Romans seven, right? Romans seven. <laughs> they do. They're not going to ignore. Most people. But thank God for his mercy. <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. I wish we could talk a whole lot more. It's a whole lot more we could say. But I have to hold it at our 20 minutes, and we're almost close to that. But those are some defining moments. Yes, Lord. I mean, they are. Yes, they Lord. Are. And what we do matters. Yeah. We have to remember to do, as as both of you said, the right thing. Be better than yeah. yesterday. That's yeah. why this parable is in the middle. Yes. <laughs> that, that's, another, yes. that's another discussion. Mm. The man in the middle. Uh -huh. Yes, Lord. This, this parable is in the middle. One yeah. way or another. It yeah. happens to all of us. Yes. This one is personal. What are you going to do? Acknowledge what we lost. And as Minister Ed said, repent. Yes. Know yes. what's at stake. Uh, Turn the light on. Yes. Sweep our souls with the truth. Yes. Search till we recover and find it. Be restored in the spirit of our minds, our wholeness, 
and fullness depends on this. Remember, the truth we acknowledge becomes the freedom we live in Christ. Yes. This is not the season to lose, but to live. Yeah. Our faith and our obedience have turned this time around. Mm. Lord, have mercy. Yes, Lord. This is restoration. And that's why this one is so personal. Yeah. So, family. Mm. <laughs> the Lord willing, next yeah. week, will be brotherhood. Yay. And Minister Ed will lead the charge. He'll host the podcast. Yes, Lord. Love to have said so much more this evening. I'm so thankful, so thankful for our guests, Minister Ed Polk and Elder Vestinia Bridges. Should the good Lord tarry, we're going to come back into your hearts next week. As we close, remember each day is a gift from God. Bring him glory, no matter what it costs you. Yeah. Stay in the forward movement, in the exceeding excellence of God's love, wisdom, and power. Thank you for joining your seat to his table. As we said, don't give up that seat. Yes. Don't do it. Bring God glory. Love your life. It's a great life. Beautiful yes, life. Lead with purpose. Help transform the lives of others. It takes the mind of Christ to have the heart of Christ to do the deeds of Christ. This is the forward movement. It's your seat at his table. Yes, Lord. Step in it. Stay in it. Walk in it. God bless you. Yes, Lord. We love you in Jesus' name. Until the next time, the blessing of our God, which is his presence. And in his presence, you have everything you need. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My, my, my.